Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Hat Track Heroes. My name is Nick and today we are joined with a lovely lady from Emirates, uh, Anna. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you very much, Nick. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. Welcome to the show. So can you tell us about yourself, who you are, what you do? Yes, sure. Um, my name is Anna. I'm a Romanian, actually from Bucharest, and I live in Dubai for the past nine years, and I'm working with Emirates as a cabin crew. Okay, cool. And over a few years since joining the airline, you've been involved with uh, an extremely well-known and reputable organization. Who is it that you volunteered with? Well, I, I used to be a member of uh, Rotaract, which is part of uh, Rotary International, which is an international service organization whose stated purpose is to bring together business and professional leaders in order to provide humanitarian service and to um, basically advance goodwill and peace around the world. Okay. I, I think a majority of the people listening or, for, or around the world could probably say they've heard of Rotary, especially since they've been around for over 100 years. Can you give us a bit of a rundown of who they are and what they do specifically? Yes, yeah, so Rotary is an organization which is actually worldwide. They have clubs um, and there's members everywhere in the world. And they, they want to um, make people aware of, about um, service for community. And there's three kinds of uh, clubs that you can enter there's interact for young young people from eight years old i think for really young children and then there's rotaract rotaract is rotary in action and um, it's for um, young professionals from 18 years old until 30 and then there's rotary for older people and there's uh, people from any kinds of field of work, fields of work who come here to do service for community. Okay. They're most well known for their um, campaigns for polio eradication, right. which started started in the late 70s. So they started in Philippines and um, they're trying to eradicate polio around the world. I believe there was a, quite a big thing that they managed to do with the polio in the sense of the amount of countries that polio was in when they first started fighting and they managing to get it down to quite a small level. That's uh, an amazing achievement. It is, yeah, it is. Do you know the level that it's at now, just off the top of your head? Yes, yes. So basically, today only three countries in the world have never stopped transmission of polio. That's Pakistan, Afghanistan and Nigeria. Oh. Yes, despite the progress achieved in since the late 80s, I think as long as a single child remains infected with poliovirus, children in all countries are at risk of contracting the disease. Yeah, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. I think from just looking online earlier, it was 122 countries, and now you say it's down to three. That's phenomenal. Yes, That's amazing. yes. Amazing, yeah, yeah. And the Rotary was part of this achievement. What would you say was the main draw card for you to join an organization such as this? Well, in the first place, I, I just heard of it and I didn't know what it is. And some of my friends, they were actually members of the club. But that was like around 10 years ago in Romania. Okay. So I, I joined a few meetings back then and I actually enjoyed the conversations and the ideas that the people were bringing back then on the table. And I was part and I helped them out with some, some of their projects. They were doing some projects of charity back home for some orphanages 
and I was part of them. And then when I when I came to Dubai with Emirates, I um, I think a year later after I came 2013, I think I started looking to see if there's any Rotary clubs in in Dubai, and uh, I was fortunate I found them, and there wow. were there were quite quite a few. Yeah, oh, that's really cool. What specifically was the project or the activities that you were involved with with Rotary or as a Rotary actor? So uh, they have uh, several projects. I think even now they have the several projects. But uh, back then they had they were sharing iftar boxes for the Ramadan. For the listeners who do, do not know what Ramadan is, it's, uh, the holy month of uh, the Muslim religion, in which uh, uh, we we actually gave iftar boxes to the labor camps here in okay. Dubai. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, people in my club, for example, had so many different other projects, uh, such as cleaning the desert, visiting every every last Friday of the month. They were visiting um, an orphanage with children with disabilities wow. here in Jumeirah. Yeah, and I had to come with my own project to become a member, uh, which was the flea market project. Oh, okay. All right. What kind of people were involved with you in the actual organization? Was it was it young people or were they from a certain nationality or employment? No, there uh, there's people from all over the world and from all different fields of work. So uh, for me, it was great to find uh, and make some friends from outside of the, my work environment. Yeah. And they were my age in the club that I was in because it was they were between eighteen and thirty. And um, we had a mother club, which actually helped us with anything that we needed right. help with. Yes. And, and what were these people doing at, like, outside of Rotary? Um, like what kind of jobs were they, were they in? Uh, corporate, doctors, uh, everything. Hospitality. Yeah. A lot of okay. people were in hospitality here yeah. in Dubai. Yeah. And were you mixing with all different nationalities and, and getting along with people from everywhere? Yes, which was great. It was a very nice way to make new friends, to be honest. When I just came, I was new in Dubai and it's, um, I met amazing people. I was going to say, because it's quite difficult sometimes as crew to, to meet new people, especially outside of work. When we go to work, we make crew and then we might stay friends with them, but most of the time you don't see them again. And then you go home, you sleep, you have little time to mix with other people. So really, it's great that you've gone out of your comfort zone, in a sense, to meet people who aren't crew and to interact and to associate and and gain new friendships. I think that too. I think it made a big difference in my in my day-to-day life, uh, in my life. And in, you basically, you're alone in Dubai and it's nice to have friends that you can call family as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah, That's what we need, especially when you're away from, from home. How were you managing your time with this while also being cabin crew? Because it seems like quite an important uh, and uh, a busy role. Well, you would only need 60% of attendance to be part, of, to be a member of the club. Okay. And there's different clubs in, um, in different areas. So basically they they tell you to go to the club that's near nearest to you. I found a club that was a bit further away, but it was fine. I was just driving, and yeah, I just made time. I guess. Yeah. It's um, it you make time for what's important to you. So, 
I used to make time for that, yes. Yeah, okay. But what about your sleep patterns, though? Was that a struggle? No, not at all, no. Because the, the meetings were like every week, evenings, generally. I mean, okay. all the time there were evenings, so it was fine. Yeah. But um, just uh, with the project. Uh, but then when when I had to have my own project, then everybody else helped me. So we, I wasn't alone, actually. Yeah. Okay. They actually helped me, and they... <laughs> they took the um, the whole idea to a new level, so it was fine. So okay, so this new pro this project that you did, what uh, specifically was it? So uh, they they told me to become a member. You had to have a um, an idea of anything of service for community, and I struggled a bit because I didn't know at the beginning what can I do. Dubai is a, such a nice place to be you don't know many people you don't know actually how it works so i came up with the idea of um, a flea market of uh, taking people's old stuff that and you know dubai's uh, i mean everyone has stuff that they don't need to take stuff from the household like clothes or any all that or electronics and stuff so sell them to a flea market and then with the money we would afterwards choose to send the money towards an orphanage or a, another thing. Yeah. How did you manage to go about getting the, the things? Were there specific people that you approached? Like was it crew that you approached or any kind of specific way that you thought, okay, this is how I'm going to go and get the goods? Um, no, I, I had, a, um, uh, first of all, I presented my uh, project to the mother club and then the mother club as well helped us out a lot. Um, one of the members of the mother clubs had a factory back in Sharjah and he sent us around 30, 40 pence. Oh, amazing. Yes. And then uh, with the crew as well, we, we actually tried to, everybody tried to help whenever I was posting online and literally everyone wanted to help out and send stuff. And then also my my uh, colleagues from Rotter Rotaract they actually went and asked around as well. So everybody was uh, <laughs> hoarding their houses yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, yeah, we we actually gathered the full van of stuff. Wow, a whole van that's that's huge. Mm -hmm. A little birdie told me though, like a story that you tried to collect things from colleagues at work by leaving a suitcase what was the story there yeah well i thought you know with our schedule and our um, work pattern i um thought of leaving a, an empty suitcase in emirates headquarters wherever we you know we had that place where we used to leave our suitcases for weeks okay yes when yes, we were yes. going on yes exactly so we had that place and i left uh, an empty suitcase but um and People were actually putting stuff for me every, like every time after their flights, they were leaving something for me. But unfortunately, that wasn't found. The suitcase was um, taken away. No way. We don't know. In a, okay. Yes. So a whole pile of things and the money. Yes. Gone. Disappeared. Yeah, and money. Yeah, wow. yeah. Some people, they just left money. You, I don't think it was stolen, but um, yeah. I don't know, probably what it was left for too long. Maybe I left it for too long. I went, I asked, but nobody knew where it is. Oh, you're kidding me. That's such a shame. Such yes. A shame. Now, in regards to the actual flea market, they can be quite busy. Were you able to utilize that factor and, 
and promote Rotary or that wasn't allowed? No, it wasn't allowed to. No, I don't think free markets allow that in Dubai. And I think all over the world, they don't allow it. No, okay. Because uh, it would have been great to promote the actual foundation, promote the organization. But because uh, I mean, it is. I don't think Rotary needs much promoting. They're true, they're quite true. quite known. <laughs> yeah. And uh, second of all, it's um they're not only charity. Like they have so many programs of leadership. They they want to promote young professionals into trying new things and to to actually push people to. Uh, become leaders and it's a, a very nice way for you to try it for me it was the first time I had my own project and I was um, delegating people to do things for me and nice. it was just such a nice uh, way for me to uh, try it amazing this may be a tough question but as a Rotaractor obviously you're in charge of the this project but that also means that you're in charge of things like managing the funds and and uh, all that kind of, you know, the important factors. How did you find this in regards to where the money came from and what the money went to? Well, it uh, being my project, they told me I could choose where the money would go. Yeah. Obviously, in the beginning, I, I thought of my own country to send my the money to my own country to some orphanage, but I, I you know, sometimes it's just hard with the paperwork and bureaucracy because obviously we would want to know where the money went exactly and what they did with the money so it was such a hassle I couldn't go back home at that point in time so we just sent it to another Rotaract member who actually found a place in um, in Africa but I can't remember the country exactly right. but obviously it helped someone yeah okay it helped an organization back there and do you find that there's uh, a lot of transparency in regards to the, the where the money goes? The reason I ask is a lot of people have uh, issues when they're giving money to a big organization, not yes. knowing where it's actually going. So how is it with yes. Rotary? Yes, so Rotary does not uh, take any money. It's not a foundation. Uh, they see, okay. No, no, they don't take any money. It was just the way I constructed my idea for the service of community. Right. However, we have projects, most of the projects, they don't involve money. They're like what I mentioned earlier, um, sharing iftar boxes for people that were uh, donated from one person or two people from the Rotary members, so from the members, not from outside. Then there's uh, other, like visiting the census orphanage here in Jumeirah, there's cleaning the desert. So there's so many community services that we we do, we used to do, and we still do. But um, none of them involve money. So it's not only about the money. In Rotary is not about raising money. It's mostly about creating young professionals and people with leadership skills. That's right. what they want to do. Yeah, okay. And I guess what you are donating is more so your time and your effort and your... Exactly. Uh, yes. That kind of thing. So my my time in um in different projects that don't involve money or, yeah. you know. So how does Rotary actually generate funds? Uh, they don't generate funds actually. We don't need funds. We just for ourselves we have to pay the membership. So you oh, actually pay your own membership. Yes. And that then goes towards things like the administration. Exactly. Right. Yes. I see. Oh, that's interesting. 
And I guess with the amount of Rotary members in the world, that would be a lot of money to help with that kind of thing. Yes, yes. I believe, I mean, obviously you were a Rotary actor uh, and then you did your own project. This must have helped you grow as a person, learning, you know, some great new skills and so forth. What would you, what would you say you got from this role specifically? Well, I gained a lot of um, leadership skills, I would say. Uh, I gained confidence. I went out of my comfort zone to do such a thing. Um, I realized that people actually help you when you have a good idea. So it wasn't hard at all. It wasn't what I, I thought it would be. It was easier, and actually, few few years later, I got a um, leadership award. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> yes, from oh. them. And that was yeah, it was a the, the to the flea market. Right. Yes, yes, wow. because after after I have done it, I, and I came with the idea, I presented the idea. Of every year, we used to do the same project. It kept going for years and years. Oh, now with the pandemic, this year it didn't work out oh, because okay. there's no flea markets. But uh, the other years, yeah, definitely. Yeah, amazing. So it was a successful, uh, one successful um, and popular project, I would say. Yeah, it's like you've left a legacy behind and (laughs) it's your thing. Yeah, Yeah, so cool. Uh, And what about when you say there are people that help you out, what do you mean? Do you have like a mentor or something? Well, that's the, the nice thing that you meet people from all fields of work. And for example, when I had to present my um my project to the mother club, I had issues with public speaking, for example. Mm. And I found one of the members, one of my colleagues actually helped me out. And we did one-on-one sessions before my uh, presentation. We arranged the presentation. He teach me a lot of soft skills. And uh, yeah, it was a nice way to go out of my comfort zone. I actually, yeah. I wanted to, to to speak in public for such a long time, but I had, I think everybody has fear of public speaking, you know? Yeah, I mean, for me as well, I I remember back in my school days, I would be given a a speech to do an English class and I would practice it at home and I would, I would have a good speech done and the, the speech would mean to be two minutes and I would get two minutes 20 at home or something like that. And then when I do the actual presentation, one minute 10, and then the teacher says, oh, yep, Nick spoke too quick. I'm thinking, why? Why? Because I get so nervous. So I know exactly the feeling. Uh, even doing these interviews, I get a bit bit nervous before the interview. Obviously, there's no one watching, but you know, it's I know the feeling where it's difficult to get up in front of someone and and present. So that's amazing that there was someone there to give his time to help you out and to help you you grow and then to present in such a nice way. Exactly. I think everybody has fear of public speaking, but you have to overcome it and you can only overcome it when you do it. Yeah, that's right. You you can never prepare to be perfect. You'll never be perfect on the first time. No, of course not. But only by practicing, you yeah. will. Yeah, that's right. When it comes to leadership, obviously with work, we have senior roles or leadership roles. Has this given you the encouragement to perhaps go for a leadership role as crew? Well, I've been climbing up the uh, the ladder in Emirates from economy to business and then to first class, but I don't think Emirates is giving me something that I want in a leadership role. So no, 
no, not in Emirates, but definitely in another role in another company. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Probably in the future. Yeah. Okay. I guess this is a great stepping stone to reach. Uh, definitely. That level for sure. Mm-hmm. You had some specific qualities already before embarking on this. What would you say are the qualities that someone needs to be a rotor actor or be involved in rotary? Well, I think young people should want to go out of their comfort zone and to try to do something that's nice for the community and to also gain experience and knowledge about how it is to to actually have their own uh, project for example because you can't you can't become a member without having a project you can't go further without being your own leader and to Mm. to have an idea and to come up with the idea and everything and i think most of there's no there's no quality actually that you need to have only the quality of you wanting to do that yeah and to go out of your comfort zone yeah willingness to take on the responsibility of exactly doing this yeah okay so it's probably not easy for everyone to do because you know obviously uh, for a younger person we have the willingness to do the fun things but then not necessarily to do these things which are of serious nature it's uh, it's not an easy thing i don't think uh, you'd be surprised, but there's oh, yeah. so many people that actually want to do these things. And I met so many people that were in, in all these clubs in Dubai. But yes, not everyone does it. But the ones that they do, they're really committed to it. Mm, okay. Hypothetically, this might be a tough one. You can answer question A or B. I might make you answer both. But uh, uh. question A, if you were to go back to the very beginning before, yeah, beforehand, are there things you would do differently? And question B, what activity would you like to do if you were put back into this role again tomorrow? Wow. Well, for A, it doesn't really matter because I can't change the time anymore. Okay. <laughs> yes, we can only think about the future yeah, okay. from now on. All right, so and, what's your future then? Uh, and uh, if... I could go back and I'll probably be back because uh, now we have more time because I only stopped because we were, you know, at some point we were flying so much, 100 hours a month, I I just couldn't do this anymore. But um, now with the free time we we have now, I'll definitely go back. And as a project, I I didn't think yet, but uh, there's always something good to do in the world and for uh, a service for the community that you can get involved in so yeah must be something come on <laughs> um <laughs> something i'll pro- i would probably go back visit census school okay yeah yeah and anything else you'd like to do maybe yeah well it's an idea but this is more of a utopical <laughs> idea it's um I, I might be thinking like a good um idea for now is to um, actually raise the awareness about uh, physical activity for young children. I think that's a good one. And for Dubai, it would work perfectly. So um, this is one of my ideas for now. But let's see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, honestly, it's a great idea because back in our day, well, my day, I'm a bit older than you, but, you know, it was a matter of always going outside. It was you didn't want to come in. You'd be outside until the street lights came on. You know, you'd be shouted at from your 
house uh, by your parents. Come inside, come inside, do as you're told, blah, blah, blah. But you want to stay out and, and stay in the fresh air and be active. But I don't know, these days you don't really see it, do you? Exactly, yeah. Nowadays we are all on, on our phones and our iPads yeah. and yeah. Uh, we play PlayStation instead. And yeah, so I think it, it might be a good idea. I think it's a great idea for sure. And I think it would be something that they would jump at the opportunity to be involved with. Yes, okay. definitely. Yeah. Um, with um, uh, outside, the, uh, at least now, the, the weather is perfect in Dubai. We can go out, uh, manage some, some games outside and yeah. make uh, young people um, do some get workouts. Involved. Yeah, of course. Yeah, get, you know, like in, interactive workouts. Yes. On a personal level, what stands out to you about Rotary and the things that they are trying to achieve? Well, I think they're a great organization because they they mold they they mold young professionals into being leaders. They they send them out out, out of their comfort zone. There's uh, so many programs that you can attend, uh, such as Toastmasters. I'm not sure if you ever heard of oh, them. No, I haven't. Um, it's um, Toastmasters Club. It's different from Rotary. It's not part of Rotary, but they send you out to attend those Toastmasters meetings in which you learn actually how to speak in public. You get you get a chance for you for you to speak as well. So it's um, I think it's all about them sending you out of your comfort zone and teaching you somehow yeah. yeah how to do it and how to be professional and how to gain all these skills and i want to see you grow i guess is probably what you're trying to say definitely and uh, plus of this uh, you learn how to be tolerant and how to give back to the community yeah okay i guess them giving you this opportunity is a positive in a very big way because they know then that you have learned some skills which you're going to take into the real world afterwards outside of rotary Exactly. And everyone uh, everyone is proud to be a Rotarian. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. It does sound like something that would be, as you said, to be proud of. Yes. Now, th this thing made me laugh a bit uh, just because of the job that you do. But uh, one of the official mottos of Rotary is service above self, which as is quite fitting because being airline crew, we have to serve tea and coffee and drinks and so forth. But what would you say this means? Well, it means exactly as it says, that sometimes you have to give more than you take and that uh, you don't have to put your yourself first all the time. So it's basically this unselfish attitude. Exactly. It's, it's very simple. Yes. Now, There's fine. nothing to add there. I mean, it's yeah. just... Short and sweet. Yeah. To, to the point. You know what I learned in life? You have to be a good person to achieve anything. I think to be a good person is one of the best advice you can give to anyone. Yeah, yeah, I think it's definitely something that should be taught in school. <laughs> you know, like it's, definitely, yeah. especially in schools. Yeah, yeah, it's so important, really. Just being kind is not hard. Especially nowadays when we're facing so much uh, problems with the people being bullied. And yes. yeah, yeah, of course. Finally, what advice can you give to people who are wanting to become involved? Like any words of wisdom at all? Oh, I think whoever, I mean, whoever wants to get this advice from me, you have to be curious because you learn more. You have to be nicer because you wound, wound less. And you have to be grateful because you recover. Right. Again, 
simple but strong and fitting words to, to finish off, I think. Well, Anna, thank you so much for uh, sharing your time with us today. It's been a pleasure chatting to you and to, and to hear your amazing and interesting stories about what you've been doing with Rotary and as a Rotaractor. And I do look forward to maybe hearing some future stories about maybe some projects you do in the future that would be that would be quite cool so thank you so much definitely i'll, I'll keep you in um, in the loop yeah. whenever i go back i will <laughs> yes but thank you so much for having me and hello to everyone who's listening i know romanian everyone <laughs> anyway <laughs> thank you so much and everyone thanks very much for listening and i hope you enjoyed listening to anna and her stories and we look forward to having you back again next week if you'd like to find out some more information about the rotary organization please go online and visit rotary.org and you can also get in contact with anna via her instagram at anna schmidt 65 thank you so much thank everyone. you <laughs> Bye. Bye, bye, bye.